Yes, sir. What is going on, y'all? Happy Friday to everybody. And welcome to the Coach Cool Podcast. I hope you guys had a fantastic week. I'm really excited for you guys to be joining me today. And I'm also really excited for you guys to hear this conversation that I was able to have this week with two phenomenal men. And Mr. Riley Bulla and Mr. Sam Flamont. Um, we are diving into the world of real estate. We're going to hear a little bit about their stories, both professionally and personally. I'm getting pretty in-depth with that stuff. I think the value is going to be tremendous with this thing today. Um, so let's lock it in. And again, thank you for joining me for episode number 146 on the Coach Coop Podcast. Friday discussion with Mr. Riley Bulla and Mr. Sam Flamont. Let's get it, y'all. All right, so what is going on? Happy Friday to everybody. Uh, welcome to, to uh, this week's Friday discussion, if you will. And just brainstorming a little bit, trying to change up the format as I go um, throughout these next couple weeks. I was thinking of some dudes that I wanted to have on here that, um, one, I think are fantastic people in general that we can connect to their stories a little bit. But two, the past couple weeks, I've been harping on developing new skills, taking time for yourself. Um, putting yourself out there to, to, to kind of learn new things and seek new things out in different avenues that you never really explored before. Um, so I think that's one way for me to do this a little bit is to get two dudes um, that are involved in the real estate game on here today, something that I'm very much interested in, but very much a novice when it comes to the knowledge base behind that. And I know a lot of people tuning in today are as well. Um, so I think these two dudes that we have on the horn today are going to provide a lot of value. Um, but again, first and foremost, phenomenal people that I think we're going to be able to relate to um, and also learn from at the same time. So um, with that, it is my pleasure, it is my privilege to uh, welcome two phenomenal people to the conversation today, Mr. Riley Bola and Mr. Sam Flamont. Boys, thank you for taking the time. Welcome to the show, and uh, let's get this thing going, all right? Awesome. Yeah, thanks, Coop, for having me on again. Let's yeah, get it good. Good to be here. Yes, sir. And that's true. I guess this is Riley's second rodeo here, so he did so well last time. We had to run it back a little bit. So let's do this, Riley. Let's start off with you real quick. Give us a little intro of who you are, where you're from, a little lineage. Then Sam, I'll ask you the same thing. Sure. We'll kind of set it off like that, boys. Yeah, cool. So yeah, I'm Riley Bulla, um, known Coob since our college football playing days at Michigan State. I'm originally from Traverse City, Michigan. Uh, played at Michigan State football from 2012 to 2016. After that, played in the pros for three years, two years with the Tampa Bay Bucks and then a year with the Tennessee Titans. And throughout that time in the NFL, got involved in real estate. Actually, a, a big mentor of mine and someone who got me started, and it was Sam. Uh, so happy to be on here with him. And uh, now I live in Denver, Colorado. I'm a real estate agent for the Bartik Group at uh, Keller Williams. So I'm out here in Denver right now, loving it. And um, yeah, so that's a little bit about me, and I'm sure we'll dive a little bit deeper into that um, as we go through this conversation. Perfect. I love that. Sam, same question, brother. Who are, who are you? Where are you from? What you got going on, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, man, simple. Sam Flamont. I grew up in Taylor, Michigan, which is Downriver. Yep. Um, I, I meet a lot of people just by saying I'm from Downriver. Oh, me too. Downriver's a pretty big area. I lived in Canton. I moved all over the place when I was growing up, man. I moved to Kentucky and then up to Traverse City eventually, graduated from here. Played baseball at Western Michigan, played baseball for the Tigers in the minor leagues, ended up playing five seasons of minor league baseball, and then just sort of went a different route. I spent the next 10 years 
trying to do some shit that people thought I should have done. And I tried to stay connected to baseball when it really had ran its course in my life. So I opened an academy. I did this, I did that. And then finally, I left baseball in 05, stopped coaching. I coached at Central Michigan. I've coached at Alma. I coached at um, Davenport University. Yep. Finally left the full baseball scene in 2015, jumped into real estate. Gotcha. And that's where we are now. And now I'm here and Riley and I are business partners. Um, I think in the last podcast, Riley mentioned we met on Instagram. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. So let's go there real quick, boys. And that was kind of a phenomenal segue, what I wanted to get at next, where um, I've been very big on using this time to develop new skill sets or maybe develop new relationships or do these different things that maybe we wouldn't do before. And Sam, you're exactly right. Riley mentioned last time about how he was thinking about getting to the real estate scene or just hitting up people in general, making new connections. And he hit you up, right? He DM'd you on Instagram, whatever it was. Um, so Riley, why did you decide to maybe hit Sam up or why was it real estate or why did you kind of initiate that process in that way? And then Sam, I'm going to kind of kick it to you where you, know, you get this DM from this random dude, you open it up, you develop a connection. Now you guys are business partners. So like Riley, how did that start? Why did that start? And then Sam will kind of bounce it back to you, dude. First, first, let me, it wasn't yep. he's not a random dude. I mean, he <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I didn't want to blow him up too much. You, know, you got this NFL cat hitting you up. Nah, he's still a random dude. So, <laughs> Traverse City, I mean, the bullet is a pretty big name. Maybe, that, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a phenomenal. I, I, I wasn't going to give him that, Sam, but okay. You yeah, you don't need to give me that. So it's um, okay. But it kind of goes back. Um, <laughs> I know me and Coop, we, we get on these Zoom calls with high school kids a lot and college kids. And one thing I always harp is, look, you guys might not know exactly what you want to do as a job or what, you know, the future holds, but start reaching out to people in different industries who do different things, reach out to them, ask them questions, ask to go meet them for coffee or for lunch or anything. And that's how I really initially got into real estate. I was down in Tampa. I did that with a couple guys. I met them for lunch, for coffee just learning from them because at that time I was learning, you know, how to invest money and things like that. And that kind of organically moved towards real estate. So that's how I started. And then, yeah, exactly what I did. I, I knew who Sam was um, through a buddy of ours, Seth Calicut. Yep. And Seth hit me up. He's like, yeah, you know this guy, Sam, he was my baseball coach when I was younger. He's in real estate. So I was like, sounds like a great guy for me to get to know and learn from. And I, yeah, I DM Sam and we did just that. We met, I think our first meeting was at Bubba's. That's uh, a place yep. in Traverse City. And then I want to say a few weeks after that, we were doing our first deal together. Um, so it's been great. And Sam's a mentor for me. We were just on the phone this morning um, talking through some things. So again, it's just always good to have someone who's, who's an expert, who knows what they're doing to kind of coach you and and I've learned a ton from Sam. So I'm just, I'm really grateful that I did initially reach out to him because, uh, you know, it's, it's grown and now here we are. I love it. I love it. And then Sam, so Riley, I love that dude. You've always been one. I, I think for, for you and why not just we tick so well, but I think I look up to you in this way. You, 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 one, you are a very confident cat, but at the same time, you understand who you are, where you're from, but you also recognize where you want to go. And you're not, you're, not, you're not afraid to kind of take a chance and put yourself out there and learn new skills and whatever. And there's something honorable about that. So respect to you for that. And I think 
you know, you sharing that story with me way back when kind of kicked my butt into gear in that way, where it was hitting new people up or seeking new avenues or looking to mm -hmm. invest in a little bit more like that, that that's incredible. So, so I appreciate you for that, dude. And then Sam now, like you get this DM from Riley. Okay. Now that we've established, you know, who he is, where he's from all this stuff. Uh, but he hits you up saying, you know, he wants to learn a little bit more, what have you. Um, how did that process kind of initiate with that DM and where did it kind of go from there? It was real quick, man. It was just, I just said, Hey, whenever you, whenever you're back in town, let me know. We'll get together. If I can ever help, let me know. I can help. I mean, it's, it's, I, I get, I get a lot of these, I get a lot of phone calls being in real estate and Riley, I'm sure too. In this, this world, now it's like a Zillow world and everybody is rushing to do something and rushing to make somebody buy something. And I just try to make everybody say, and Riley the same way, like, Hey dude, I'm not trying to go after you because you're an NFL guy. I'm an investor. I'm a real estate agent. When you need help, when you're ready, let me know. Little did I know though, we were going to partner. I didn't know that was, that wasn't actually part of the original discussion. I think it was, we just sort of linked up. We got to talking and it was like, we're both team guys, obviously, right? Um, I've always been around a team. I have a real estate team myself and I just function way, way better as a team because of, I have certain skill sets that lend themselves that Riley might not, or Riley and other partners have shit that I don't do well. We have a guy, Ryan Anderson on our team, who is the, I mean, he's the smart guy. If you look at our Riley's, you know, he's the little guy. He does the numbers, man. And he, he takes care of all of our books. You know, I'm probably pretty much, I pretty much handle the, the renting of the properties and the communication with, with the tenants for, well, for one of our properties we have together, we have, we have four properties together. And um, so it just, it was the idea of having a team, but Riley and I, we met at breakfast and my son was there and my son was like, he's in the NFL. Cause my son loves football. He's, he's a huge football kid. And um, he was like, wait, I have, I have their quarterback, some um, football card. And so Riley offered to get a, you know, so now my son's always asking about him. I said, well, yep. maybe we'll get a Mario to sign something. Who knows? I'm going to want the other guy now. Yep. Um, but anyways, it was just, it was organic, dude. Yeah. It really wasn't a forced situation. It was two cats communicating that, that come from the same, we're, we're way different in age. I'm 40 years old, but we come from the same style. We're both super competitive. We're both, we're both very driven. We're both very motivated. And when you, when you see that, you know, sometimes you go, this might not work because there's, there's going to be two alphas, but dude, we're, we have the same goals. So it doesn't yep. matter. Yeah. Go to a team. That's what I try to tell people on a football team, baseball team, everybody there is, is an alpha. They were all, if you go to Michigan state, dude, and you're starting, you're starting offensive team. They were all the dudes on the football team in high school. Right? It wasn't like there's just a bunch of scrubs. Sitting there. So they're all alpha males that they, they, but if they can figure out the same goal, going in the same line, they can get to the end together way better than alone. So I own, I own 10 properties, but only, only one by myself. Got you. Mm -hmm. And gotcha. that was because it was my house that I lived in and I just kept it when I, when I moved. Gotcha. My wife and I decided that we'll keep it. Got you. Got you. I love that. Um, and I think the moral of the story behind that, if you really want to break it down a little bit, is just ask. And me and Riley hit that up last time where, okay, maybe he hits you up, but you didn't hit him back. But he hits up, 
50 other people, he's bound to get a couple responses. He's going to meet up, meet new people. Like that's the game. And I think if you can put yourself out there a little bit more, it's just a numbers game, like anything else, which I would envision is the same thing in real estate or it is coach. Like it's all the same thing, but you have to take a chance, put yourself out there and just ask because you just never know. Right. And they, exactly. I think we talk with the younger kids all the time. Do not be afraid to be, you know, vulnerable. If you want to call and ask questions, like you have to ask questions and you need to have, my huge thing is I like to have mentors or people I can call for every part of this industry. So I have a, a lender who I call like almost every day and we talk about the mortgage industry and what's going on. Then I have guys like Sam who we talk about our properties together and I can ask him questions. And then I have another guy who I talk to every single day. He's a big commercial broker. So there's guys just plugged in in different places because I, you can't be an expert in everything. You yep. need to bring people in your circle that you can rely on um, that can get, that can answer your questions. And a lot of the times I see people hit me up every single day and they hit Sam up about real estate and all that stuff. And they ask me, all right, what do I need to do to get into this? And I tell them, and then they just stop. There's, I'm like, well, what, there's no magic sauce. Like I'm trying to give you information. If, but if you're someone who can soak it up and who wants to do the work, um, it's a great business to be in. But again, ask questions as much as you can. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, you don't know everything. You, I'm, no. I'm 40 years old and I'm learning from, I'm learning from, from Riley and Trent. Trent's a guy on my team and part of our Riley and I's deal, one of our partners in one of our deals. And he's a real estate agent on my team. And I learned from him still. And he's 25 years old too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just because you're older than somebody doesn't mean, doesn't mean you know anything and just because you you're 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 further ahead in the process it doesn't mean shit sometimes i i always hated that in sports dude it was like wait the thing of like wait your turn i thought it was bullshit like if i'm better i need to be playing right i'm a freshman why am i sitting behind a senior who's hitting a buck 50 just because (laughs) he's been here four years man i was like fuck that so yeah i don't have patience for that and i appreciate guys with the same attitude as like what's going next? Where's the next deal? But not just where's the next deal. It's like, how can we do this in a way that is smart? Like, for example, I mean, I'm just going to lay it out there. Riley and I and two other guys went in on these condos. They were short-term rental condos. And I don't know if you know what's going on right now, but the short-term rental market is decimated. Yep. But one thing that we did that was very, very smart was we put a ton of money behind the project. So right now we're sitting here with no renters but we're okay for a year. If, if nobody rents our place for a year, we'd be fine. And it wasn't like we were sitting there going, wait, there's gonna be a pandemic. It was just like, hey, let's make sure we're smart about this and, and do this the right way. Because for us, it was the first time any of us were going into the short-term rental market. Got it. Got and it. of course, right when we get into it, <laughs> smacked. You want to talk about learning on the fly? Here we go, right, boys? Yeah. It's, it's it's the perfect example of being prepared, though. That goes that goes through all of life. Being prepared, not just real estate, but just mm-hmm. being prepared for the worst and you know hustling, man. Yep, that's dope. Name of the game: hard work. Put in the work. You're gonna like what you find. Um, that's perfect. Now, Sam, I want to ask you this. Riley kind of touched on a little bit in regards to why he kind of got into real estate. So for you, this is where I'm kind of at. Sports has been my whole life. I'm still coaching um, down here in Florida. It's all I really known, but now my eyes are being open to these different avenues. You know, do I want to completely get away from coaching? I don't know yet. 
but it's still, you know, the, the, the thought is very prevalent in my mind about the different things that I could potentially be doing or at least doing on the side, whatever. So for you, two-part question, which I think is really cool, where I think a lot of people are at, especially athletes where sport is all they know. So you yep. played ball for so long, you coached for it for so long. Why did you make this switch? Um, how did that switch kind of go for you? And I guess more specifically, why real estate um, okay. when it comes to that route that you chose to take? Yeah. So why the switch? Um, I do something, man, like every five years. No, actually, not even that. I have three things that I need to have in life. I need to have, it's called my three pillars of success. This is straight up. This is what I say. I need to have fun with what I do. I need to be able to make money and I need to be able to give back. If I can't, so I'll go into something like I went into college coaching and I realized that I hated it. It was a miserable experience. I love the players but I didn't like the office work. I didn't like, I didn't like anything about it other than the two hours in the field. So the rest of my time was crap. So I just, I went through my life and I, okay, let's do, let's just do, let's check this out. Does what I'm doing now agree with those three pillars? And I never found anything, man. Like when I was coaching, I was playing ball. That was it. But my playing career was over. So I said, okay, now I'm going to coach. I'm running run an academy. When I ran my academy, I was broke as hell. I was having fun. And I was giving back in a way where I was helping the kids, but I mean, I was, dude, I was, I was broke. So it's yeah. like, I couldn't, I couldn't even, but you talk to the parents, the parents thought I was loaded because what they were paying, they thought I was taking every dollar of it. So that happened. And then I went into, like I said, then I went to coaching and at the end of it, man, I'm just like, all right, what can I do? I got to get away from baseball. So I made the switch from baseball because I finally realized that it wasn't who I was. That was just something that I did. Mm. Well, I think like most athletes, you identify, and I'm sure you went through it, and I'm sure Riley went through it, and everybody coming out of the sport goes through. They go, "I'm a football player, I'm a baseball player. Now what?" It took me ten years, guys. Like, yeah, yeah. like legit. My my last game was '05, and I was like, "I'm a baseball guy. I got to make a living doing baseball things." Yeah. And when I realized that I wasn't a baseball guy, I was a guy who happened to play and like to coach a little bit I was able to then shift my mind and go okay let's do a cost benefit analysis of my life not my business my life and I went through and ran through was I happy here was I happy here was I happy here and I wasn't and so why now to the second part I was looking for something because I knew I wasn't happy and I knew I was going to make a move I was my best friend Tim and I who lived together at this point in time um, we were both freshly off a of divorce, living together. He started dating a real estate agent and she's very smart, but I started to meet other agents and these guys and girls, man, like some of these dudes made a lot of money and I'm not sure they had two brain cells rubbed together. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'm sorry to say it like that, but I was like, no, man, I feel you. These, yep. these guys can do this. I can do this. Like my work ethic is there. I wasn't going to quit. You know, so I simply, I took a different route. I was, I was driving. This is, this is the exact moment. I was driving to the gym to talk to my buddy, Tim, about our business. And I was like, dude, I'm on the way out. And if I get one more phone call, one more phone call, I'm going into real estate. He's like, why real estate? And I'm like, because it's new, it's exciting, and I'll crush it. And um, I literally left the gym. I got a half mile on the road. I had a parent just in my ear. <laughs> best year we ever had. And I was like, done. I hit a left. I went to this guy who's a, who's um, a mentor of mine in the real estate business. 
I went right to his office and said, I said, sit, sit down with me and tell me how to do this business. He sat down with me. A week later, I was taking the test. A week after that, I was, I was a real estate agent. You know, and that was 2000, September 9, 2015, I passed my test. I left, I, I drove from Gaylord to Traverse City, got to my office, started cold calling that same wow. day. Wow. And I had seven listings my first month. Um, we're in a small market, but you know, I'm a top 10 agent in the town in the first five years. Yeah. And it was all through just work, but it, it was easy, man. We've all of us have done it our whole life. Yeah. Yeah. And that was going to be my second question was, you know, in terms of the success that you found, I know there's a ways to go, but you've still made significant progress in these first five years. So for you personally, when it comes to reasonings as to why you think you have found that success, especially in a brand new realm that you never experienced before, you know, first day in the job you're making, like, was it the hard work? Was it your people skills? What was it generally speaking that you feel personally kind of puts you in that spot to succeed a little bit? It was, it was a mixture of, of everything. So nothing, I don't think, like if you took me and you just put me in the middle of Florida where I know nobody, um, I would get there, but it would take longer. Okay. I was from Traverse City. I had, which was really weird was the people, the parents that had the most problems with me as a baseball coach, we were actually pretty tight. But when it came to being the coach and making the lineup, they didn't like that. I actually worked with them in real estate, sold their house, helped them buy it because they knew me. They're like, well, shit, he's been with my kid for, for, for eight years. Like we trust him. Mm -hmm. house. So for me, man, it was this, it was, why well, was, I had a plan and I stuck to it. Like I had an exact plan getting into real estate. I knew that I wanted to have a team and I knew that I wanted to invest in, in multifamily real estate. And I accomplished both of those within the first seven months of being in real estate. And here's the deal, dude, I didn't come, I didn't have any money. Like when I got into real estate, I, I saved up enough money for six months of living. And then I just quit everything else I did. And I went full on into real estate. Now six months of living, that doesn't include marketing. That doesn't include, you know, paying for whatever I had to pay for in real estate, my desk fees, all that shit. And, um, it wasn't my first two deals actually fell apart due to lending. Mm. So when you're a real estate agent and you're like, got a deal, got them, get, I'm finally going to get paid and then fell apart, fell apart. I was like, Whoa, yeah, I was down to my last thousand dollars. And then I had the best month I ever had. And I've never looked back. Wow. That's incredible. But, I'm a two feet in guy. So I think my success always comes from, I've never been the most talented, never been the fastest, the biggest, the strongest. I've just, outworked people and yep. and i think and the second part of your question about about like kind of i think being from an outsider in real estate i was able to look at marketing differently because when you're 20 years in the business and you're entrenched it's like i'm doing this i've been doing this so the last thing i'll say is this i went to all the top producers because every just like I'm doing right now, right? I love to tell the story. Everybody who is successful likes to tell their story and how they did it. So I went to all the top producers in Traverse City and I bought them lunch and I said, how do you do it? They don't see me as competition because I'm a newbie. Right. Yeah. They were more than happy to share their story with me. And then what I did was I said, okay, I'm new. I can't beat them where they're at. I got to find out where they're not. 
And in my space in Traverse City, none of them were on video. None of them were hitting Facebook. None of them were hitting Facebook Live. None of them were on Instagram. So I said, fuck it, man. If you're not there, I can win there. Yeah. And I went from, you know, in my first, my first year, I did six figures in real estate, man. And I haven't looked back since. That's really cool. I love that. And that's something that me and Riley were talking to when we hop on these calls with these high school dudes and these college dudes where more times than not, especially when it comes to professions, the blueprint is in front of us, right? It's simple to see how to get to where you want to go, but the underlying factors, are you going to be consistent in the hard work and the whatever to get there? And the people that can do that are usually the ones that are at the top at the end of the day. Is it going to happen tomorrow? No, sir. Absolutely not. But if you have the wherewithal to follow the blueprint, put in the work to get there, you're going to kind of find that stuff eventually if you can be consistent in that approach, which I think is exactly what you were getting at with that, which is amazing. Um, so, Riley, imagine, imagine, Sam, if you would have quit after those first two deals fell through. <laughs> My life would be so different. Yeah, it really would. Think about That's how different it was because at that point in time, I hadn't met my wife yet. Mm-hmm. We worked in the same office, but I hadn't even met her yet. So by staying through that whole situation, we stayed through. Now we have a daughter. We have another daughter on the way. Like my whole life would be completely different. And I just said, fuck it. I can't make it any longer. I'm afraid. I'm scared. I don't have any money. I'm going to be homeless. Like that shit never crosses my mind, dude. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, well, I, think, I think one thing, if you don't mind, I think Riley, Please. one thing that Riley was fighting the idea, because I was, I was talking to Riley about, you should probably be an agent, man. And he's like, no, nah, I don't know. I'm like, you should get your license and then come to Traverse City. He's like, I'm not, then like two weeks later, I was like, I'm not moving back to Traverse City. I'm probably going <laughs> to get my license. The conversation came from, I think he was, he was in, he was in, he was, um, I don't know, you were, you were um, at camp. Yeah, that was right when I got hurt, I think. And you were like, I remember this. He goes, he goes, how much do you make? And I was like, I've, I've known this guy for like a month. How much do you make? And I told him, and he goes, what? And he goes, I'm out here getting my brains beat in, and I'm not even making that much more. And I was like, I guess I'm just smarter. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I remember that. I remember <laughs> I was pent up in my hotel room. My arm was completely mangled. I'm like, what am I doing? Like, I can't keep doing this football thing. It's got to end at some point. Yeah. Um, I remember those text messages you were sending too. That those, those exact moments you're like, I'm done. We're all like, okay, you're really done. No one believed me. You know, I, we didn't. We're like, okay, dude. All right, whatever. Keep rocking. You're like, no. No one I'm, believed I'm, me that I'm I was going to retire, and then no one believed me that I was going to move to Denver. <laughs> and then I just packed up my truck and came out here. And here we are. I love it. I love it. Well, Riley, what, what, you know, in, in kind of in accordance with the, what, what Sam said in terms of the attributes that you feel, I know you're fresh in the game, you're still rocking, but you still made a little headway um, when it comes to the qualities of yourself that you think have helped put you in a good spot to succeed with this thing, as well as keep moving forward with it. Um, where would you kind of go with that answer? I just think understanding how to grind and what grinding means, like, Football, you got the grueling schedule. I mean, same with baseball, same with any sport at a professional or college level. You you understand that grueling schedule, the get up early. You're working at 6 a.m., 6.30 a.m., whatever it is, and you go all day. And there's a lot of people in real estate that are just – that they're agents, and they do two, three deals a year, but they're not, they're not actually an agent. 
Like we're working at this every single day, prospecting every single day, showings every single day. And if you're one of those people in this industry and you're doing that, you're going to take over. It's just, that's, that's just a fact. And so for me is, is keeping my schedule every single day and sticking to it. Um, in the morning, I'm prospecting all morning. And then the afternoon, I'm doing follow-up calls, showings, whatever it is. Uh, but if you keep consistent at that, in real estate, you know, deals are going to pop. And that's just how it is. And um, I've seen that, you know, personally, that's how, I've, that's how it's gone for me so far. And, um, yeah, it's just understanding that grind and sticking to the schedule for sure. I'm with you. I'm with you. And I know sometimes, you know, we hear a lot about that, right? Well, athletes know how to grind and they know how to do this stuff. And it may sound cliche, but it's true. But at the same time to other people out there that may be listening where, you know, you're saying I'm not an athlete or I'm not this or I'm not that you can still find those very things in other avenues, but you have to be purposeful and putting yourself in those situations to develop these same traits. Like, as a byproduct of playing sport, three of them in high school and then college ball, whatever, like I'm not going to apologize for having those experience because we still have to put the work in and do all that. But I think other people can do those very same things, but it's just a state of mind. Like, do I want to put myself in those situations or not? Not to develop the tangible skills like Sam, you were just talking about, like you can learn the tangible skill sets of real estate or of whatever but the underlying theme is going to be that grind. It is going to be that work. How can I put myself in these situations at a very young age and be consistent with that over time? So when push comes to shove, you have the foundation that you've kind of built over time to make that stuff happen. And to me, again, that's oversimplifying the process, but no matter who I talk to, no matter who I have on this thing, no matter what I read in books, that's the answer. So to me, it's just like, how can we get more people, maybe parents or kids, whatever, to take to that? And then instill that. And then you're going to win. It doesn't matter what aspect it's in. Maybe it is real estate. or co It doesn't matter. But that's what I keep hearing over and over again. So I don't know if y'all feel me or, or agree with that. But that's kind of where I was going. Or at least that's what I was thinking of while y'all were talking. It's simple. It's simple, but it's not easy. Yeah. I mean, people get uncomfortable and then they quit. I mean, it's, like you said, it's not, there's, there's no secret formula. There's nothing about it. Every successful person that you read about, that you see, you know, documentaries on it they're just grinders all they know is work and some people just they don't want that and that's fine you can stay in that avenue you can stay in that lane whatever you want but right. for guys like us we're just not wired that way thankfully mm -hmm. um it, it's again it's just it's a simple thing i can't i can't have i cannot have a job um i don't look at real estate as a job you know i mean it's i can't have a nine to five I can't, I just, I'm not built to do that. I will say this to your point about, about you don't have to be an athlete. I think sometimes the mid, some athletes are so ingrained in give, being given the schedule, being given the workout mm. that it, it can actually hurt some people. Mm. Not the athletes a self-starter. Mm -hmm. Even really good athletes aren't a self-starter. Not all of them. Now I shouldn't say not every, not everyone is. A, so really the attribute is like, you got to be like, you got to wake up and say, this is what I'm doing. If you can't put together your own schedule, you can't be an entrepreneur and you can't be a real estate agent. I mean, you can't, you just, if you don't know how to time block, this gets done here, this gets done here, this gets done here. If you need someone to tell you that, then 
you're going to struggle. I was going to say then real estate is not, is not the industry you should be in. There's nobody telling me what to do ever. There's no one telling Sam what to do. There's no one telling Trent what to do. My wife is, um, yeah. Say that again. My wife. Oh yeah. Your wife does. Jessica does. <laughs> she she but, gets your butt going, Sam. I'm with you. Yeah. But yeah, that's how it is. There's no sketch. I mean, there's no, you want to do whatever you want to do in real estate. I mean, obviously we have expectations on my team and things like that, but it's up to you. However you want to time block your day, who you're calling. Um, but that's why I love it. Cause I know, you know, myself, I can, I'm disciplined enough and I'm driven enough where I can do that. But a lot of people out there aren't, and that's fine. They should be in a job where it's regimented. Um, but for me, no, this is what I, that's what I love about it. I, I think, I think that's something important though. There's like, there's no shame in, in yeah. Being, yeah. being someone who, who needs a job or a career and the stability of that. That's not a bad thing. I think the biggest thing, man, is to live, live the life you've always intended to live. So let's not, you know, I just don't want people listening to your podcast going, well, these guys think this is the only way to do it. Right. I think, dude, if, if, if you wanted to be a school teacher, if you, when you grew, when you were growing up, if you said, if you grew up in a family that had stay at home, mom, dad worked and you go, man, I want to have four kids. I want to be a stay at home mom. I want to raise my kids. I want to do all this. I want to be, be the homemaker. And you grew up and you did that. That's success to me yeah. because that is what you wanted to do. So I think that you got to look at it like, that's not me. I can't stay at home. And my wife knows that. Like, <laughs> As a matter of fact, she would, she would, she would throw me out if I had, if I stayed home. <laughs> well, I think, I think a really important thing is to, to your audience is to understand, like, you don't have to want to do real estate. You don't have to want to do this, but whatever it is you want to do, you deserve, you deserve to give that a real shot. Yeah. Like you have to, or your soul is going to hurt, man. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. It's just self-awareness, right? Taking the time to identify what you want to do and rocking it out, having the confidence to go do it, putting yourself out there a little bit to go do it. But once you identify that stuff, pick a path and stick for a little while and yeah. see what it comes. So um, boys, I think that's a phenomenal foundation. and I'm going to end it there for today, but to everyone listening. So we got this kind of, you know, off our chest a little bit in terms of who these guys are, where they're from, what they're kind of about. I think we did a great job at establishing that. Um, now, over the course of the next few weeks, we're going to get into the nitty gritty of real estate. So next week, maybe hitting on how you can actually get into this world a little bit, what you can do, what steps you can take to do that. Um, so we're probably going to go there next week and kind of see what the next week is. I don't really know what this thing's going to be, but I think if this conversation today was any, any indication of the value that that stuff can bring, move, um, kind of moving forward. Um, I'm really excited for that, especially selfishly, because I need to get my butt going, I think, in that realm a little bit, too. So yeah, I think that'd be um, I think that's important because um, I think a lot of people are are scared to get into real estate just because they don't know they the don't process. Know. Yeah, but I think if we can really um, put that together and this is what you need to do, then this, then this and the steps. I think um, I think that'll be important for people. I think to end on my I think you'll realize that there's two different there's a lot of different ways to do this because I'm going to bring in. I'll tell you right now, I'll bring a totally different approach than, than Riley in real estate. Um, and actually than a lot of people, I have a totally different approach to it and it works for me. Like, I think there's a gradual step and I don't want to give everything away. Right. Cause I want you to have your next, but I think you, I started off the same way. One, I started off this way and then I'm like, I don't ever want to do this ever again. 
I'm going to do it now. So I'm going to have to do it. Then I went to this way and I'm not giving away these ways because I want people to keep coming back to your podcast. I got you. I appreciate that. That was a good, that was a good little segue. I'm with you. I appreciate that. Sam. I really think you'll see it's like, again, back to the goals. I have a goal in mind and I knew to do that. I was going to have to do the shit I fucking hated mm. at least for a year. Mm-hmm. And then I could transition some way. So I think that'll be a great topic, man, a great conversation because I think Riley is in the situation that I was in, but I think he'll agree with me when we talk about this more that he's like, yeah, I would, that would be cool too. Awesome. 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 Well, boys um, with that, I appreciate you guys. Thank you for your time. And I know again, a lot of people probably got some value out of that at the very least a great conversation and uh, looking forward to next week. So um, with that, appreciate you guys. Have a great night, great weekend, and uh, we'll run it back next week, all right? Awesome. See you, Sam. And uh, to everybody else out there, um, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Hopefully you guys had a fantastic time listening to this thing. Uh, I'm going to have a nice little series for you guys next week in terms of the guests that we're going to have on. Um, talking about social media in addition to this real estate stuff, and I'll I'll have my own two cents for sure, as I always do. But um, with that, you guys have a fantastic weekend. Appreciate you all. And God bless. Coach Coop. Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode and just listening to the podcast in general. It means the absolute world to me that you guys choose to take time out of your day and your busy lives to listen to me and the perspectives that I offer and the challenges that I give out and the conversations with the guests that I have on this show. And I very much hope it's bringing some sort of value into your life and you're finding benefit from these conversations and from these perspectives. And if you are one of those people, whether you've listened once or you've listened to all the episodes, um, I'm going to ask you right now if you feel so compelled to leave a rating and to leave a review, whether it's on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or however you choose to listen to this show Um, I would very much appreciate that because that's how growth happens. That's how I can continue to learn and um, understand this thing from your guys' ears, not just my mouth, but make this thing more of a two-way street. And the more ratings and the more reviews we get, the bigger growth we can find and the more people we can reach with this thing as well. So um, again, if you feel so compelled, if you feel like this thing has brought value, I would very much appreciate that. Okay. Um, But with that, I'm going to leave you guys for the day. And as always, I really, really appreciate you guys, and God bless. Coach Coop.